guys. Well, I, think, I think we're good to go. I think we're recording everywhere. Um, hello, everyone listening and watching. This is the Duke London podcast. I don't know which episode this is because I have a bunch of episodes that are pre-recorded and are coming out all in different times and places. So this could be any of any episode. Um, I do have some special guests in the house. Oh, first of all, we're at Swindon Dance for the Jam Festival. Um, so it's a week of workshops, events, battles, uh, all sorts of cool stuff um, run by the Jam Movement. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Kieran and Tyler. And yeah, so special guests in the building, in the place, the infamous homebro. I don't know why infamous, but homebros. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for, for the introduction. That's all right. Come on, come on, um, love, love, love. Thanks for being here. I super appreciate you guys taking the time to, oh, I mean, you're here to teach mainly, <laughs> but while you're here, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk with me. I super oh, appreciate that. Cool, man, um, how was the class? Vibes. Oh. Be sick if you were like rubbish. No, <laughs> no it's cool. So, good energy, so. good spirits. Sick, sick, mm. sick. Swindon in the house. Yeah, it's great to share, isn't it? It's yeah, great to share, great to challenge the students. It's great to teach students that want to be challenged. Sick. Know? That's good. Leave them wanting more. Nice. And that's really important. I feel like you guys are teaching, like, is teaching like one of your main things that you do? Because it's like, I see it everywhere, like there's workshops here, like yeah. camps and all sorts of stuff. That's like a big... Right now, teaching has become one of like the, probably the most busiest things for us to do now is teaching. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Teaching, because we've got it's two classes a week. It, you weren't doing as much teaching before? Well, we changed our direction and changed our, uh, like, our focus, Okay, say. and what, what was it before and what is it? Um, when we first started out, I would say it was more so performances, performances shows, working with artists. Yeah. Um, because at that time, that was the thing to do. Like, you wanted to work with artists, you sure. wanted to do shows and performances, but we realised quite quickly that when doing that as a dancer, we know that a dancer's job is a very difficult job. We don't do it for the money. We don't yeah. do it to be rich. If we wanted to be rich, we wouldn't pick dance. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those ones where you bleed and yeah. keep on bleeding before yeah, you actually get any recognition. But what we decided to do is just like be in charge of our own destiny more so. Okay. We felt like when we're working with a lot of artists, a lot of external things, Yeah. those external things can always flop you and then you just end up planning for yeah. a job to happen. Yeah scheduling for a job to happen then it gets cancelled and then it gets cancelled and then you've got bills to pay so and even if you're on it I guess like you're kind of at the mercy of their direction or their and what that, they yeah. want you to and do a lot of things can go like up and down working with like artists or promoters or just events in general where it's like yeah I don't really feel how this is working mm. I'd, rather, I'd rather be my own boss in the sense I have control of what's going on so yeah, yeah, I can yeah. make sure the check comes through in terms of waiting for the check to come through yeah. you know, or like waiting for that opportunity to come yeah. And I guess also with this thing that you guys are doing in the sense of like, even just the teaching, but like, in a way, like the way I see it is like you kind of created your own brand and it's like yeah, the, happen, the yeah. thing that, you know, we, as soon as you say homebros, we know who you are, what it represents. Like, yeah. and, and I think the good thing about that is like when you're getting hired, it's like, I would assume it's because of who you are, not like, oh, we just need some dancers. Oh, yeah, it's no, like, no, we need homebros yeah. for this specific project. Definitely, like, def it's definitely turned into that over the years. Yeah. People yeah. have learned. Luckily, because our, our brand has lasted so long and we try, we try to do like different avenues as well. So we have a presence on like different social networks and we have a presence amongst yeah. the industry in terms of us being at the forefront of Afro dance and trying to push that as much as we could yeah. up until now and like helping spread that culture. And then as well as us still having our background in hip hop and all that other stuff, we still have expertise that we've like kind of shined our light on in certain places yeah. where like, you know, we need homebrews on, on this aspect of whatever the the project is. And like, yeah, we need these guys on this. Because yeah. 
X, Y, Z reasons in it. So a lot of our time we're, we're used as like the niche, but like the expertise of that niche, we need to we need them guys them guys there for that. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. It's kind of turned into that, which is quite quite yeah. quite good for us. But I feel like just for us, we've been able to now um, have a little bit more control. You know, when you okay. run your own classes, you're able to work hard on trying to deliver a great class on a weekly yeah. basis to then work on your numbers to then allow people to see it to then want to capture that vibe in their yeah. city and town there mm. is still an element of an external booking energy sure. however sure. what we've been able to do is just diversify and make ourselves an asset in so many different areas so not to say that we don't work with artists of course we work yeah, with yeah, artists yeah. we collaborate with artists we do a lot of things mm. like that but we've been able to just diversify our streams to just ensure that we're able to work and we're able to share and we're able to give what we need for the culture yeah man and i think you know it's like if you think of it say like process of like a music video or something often the like the director of the music video will be hired because of their specific style or their specific thing and then yeah. it's like even the the rapper or the producer will be hired you know like they'll be put together because they have something that they bring to the table mm. not just like some hiring person be like oh can we just get some guys to do backflips in the background you know what yeah, i mean so yeah, in that yeah. way it's like you're kind of when you do work with an artist it's because they know what you deliver they know what your speciality is and they're like we want your flavor in yeah. this so then you're like as much of an artist as everyone else you that's know? a great point because it's um the vibe. conversations change so um it becomes a conversation of um certain artists won't look at you as a backing dancer because they know that you're your own brand without them. Yeah. And also there's a there's a there's a thing of they know that you don't need them. Yeah, that's So you know when you when you give so much ownership to the artist as in we need you, we want to yeah. work with yeah. you so much. Mm -hmm. They kind of this is like sometimes you may get some disrespect, <laughs> sometimes you may not get the rate and there's yeah, things yeah. like that. Mm. Um just your your bargaining power drops. Exactly. Because they're like, "Okay, we'll find someone else." And you're like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait I'll do it." Ex <laughs> exactly. Know? So like with us we're not We've worked with many artists, but also we've there's been many artists that have approached but didn't come right. Yeah, so we've, we've just said, nice, no, fine, because yeah. we're okay and we've been able to be okay. So it's it's not a forced thing to feel like we have to bend our back in yeah. order to make sure that we get on this job. We're able to literally be like, if it's right, then let's work on it. If not, that's so then sick. it's cool. Yeah, man. I think that's like, that's kind of how it should be for all dancers, I guess. But, you know, I guess maybe it's easier when you have kind of a niche or even as working as a team like maybe it's easier for you guys to like um think of yourselves as like a brand kind of thing maybe like some solo dancers are like oh well i am just a backup dancer <laughs> like you know what i mean and then they find it hard to do that but it's like yeah if we all have this thing of like okay we're a brand we deliver a certain thing then yeah, we're gonna have that like ability. It's, it really is the ability to walk away, isn't it? Because it's like, I think, yeah, in, in it's the like, industry okay, I don't now, need it. yeah, it's like definitely like, is it okay to say no to some things? Yeah, and like sacrifices of like, okay, I won't do X, Y, Z job, but I know for myself, I control these aspects of myself, so I can keep doing this, yeah, and keep building this anyway. So even though this might have gone this way, while I build over here, five more things will come from over here, yeah, because of what we're doing over here. So that's kind of like it's hard because a lot of dancers like face the height, the, the, the point in the career where they're not sure if they're doing the right path or like yeah. they're like stuck or stagnant. You kind of got to like take that little leap of faith like yeah. you're good at what you're doing and yeah. like have faith in your thing to the point where like you're going to keep striving to work with whoever you want to work with or whatever project or brand but you have to keep true to yourself. Don't mm -hmm. sell out just because you want to work with like an artist let's say or a brand and like, yeah. like, like you said bargaining power you lose all your power because you're like I need this so much. It's like if you became 
so-and-so on your own right they're gonna need you yeah yeah and i think it's also respect. something about like um like you guys said about like you're, you're having your niche and it's like i think some people well, from my experience like some dancers like they try and please everyone and it's like they're like oh well i can do this music i can do that and it's like it's okay to be like i do this thing and i do it very well and that's all i do and like if you want me you come and get me for that you know what i mean because if you're trying to please everyone you kind of don't you're not good at anything or not that you're not good at anything but you it's like um you dilute it a bit it's like fast and the furious movies or something it's like <laughs> no one loves them but everyone's kind of like meh they're okay. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll watch it if it's on, but nobody's mm. like, oh, I'm like, you know, like um, some independent films where you have like a diehard fan base. They got the posters on the wall, like mm. all that. Like you kind of want to be that as an artist, I guess. Is like your people who ride with you are like. So yeah. is that people who want to blow in their city first before they blow around the world? Yeah. Blow yeah. your town first because that's your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fan base. Like they've got you no matter what, where you go, kind of thing. But I think there's so many aspects to that as well. So it's like. um there's external factors as well. So like yeah. you could be good at what you do, but also you're able to understand all the threads of what you do and how to monetize it in different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's also, you knowing, okay, I do this really well, but these are all the ways that I can monetize this exact thing. And mm. then maybe you decide to learn a different discipline. Yeah. Then, then you go for it like that. Um, I think what, another thing that's changed as well is that um, Afrobeats music has become way more popular. Oh yeah in the past 10 years and then uh, is the, did the dance kind of follow the music have it because i know the music had a like a boom in popularity and i know the dance had a boom but was it like simultaneous or did one come great question so mm. we're literally we're literally <laughs> going back to the origins <laughs> okay like, it's kinda, it, yeah. we're, we're literally yeah. going back to well when i say boom i'm talking definitely like western do you know what i mean like uh, world, yes. london america like where we hear it in the like popular charts there started to be a rise in both do you know what yes. i mean obviously like in certain parts of the world it's been popular for time of course this, <laughs> yeah. is, this is the thing so certain parts of the world has been popular for time so modern African music has been pot, um, important and has been popping off in Africa for yeah. many years we can look back to the 60s in Congo and looking at um, Dombolo and all of those music mm-hmm. styles and dance styles that were going from back then however when we're talking about the the second the rise of Afro beats in the western world yeah we can definitely look at um, 2011, 2012, the yeah. rise of yeah, Afrobeats. And, yeah. um, and that was simultaneous with the dance. Uh, okay. Um, I guess, yeah, it goes hand in hand a bit. It went hand in hand because um, we look at certain songs such as Oliver Twist by mm. The Banj. We look at You Kill Me. You Go Kill Me, Sarkodia, which was an Azonto song. Okay. Um, we look at uh, Antenna by Fuse ODG yeah. and Azonto uh, by Fuse yeah. ODG. These these um, songs became big because of the dance that accompanied it and the fact that they had uh, dance. I didn't think it. about that. So uh, yeah, Azonto dance was like... The so that's what helped. Because yeah. I guess also, what did you say? You said 2011? 2000, late 2011, early 2012. Because I guess that has kind of been the trend of like, even if you think back to like Soldier Boy and stuff, like these so, these songs that go viral because there's dance, a dance with yeah, it. That's yeah. And then I guess it's an easy transfer of, okay, it's just a, it's the yeah. same thing, same format, but it just happens to be a different style of music. Yeah, yeah literally. Like the, the dance came out and because it, it was done at parties or the festivals or the shows, the songs keep going in growth because everyone's now catching on to how to do dance. Uh, and then more artists have seen what that is happening. So they're now making more music that relates to dancers, being able to dance to it in a certain way. And that was a catalyst for a Zonto movement in the Western world from 2011 onwards, where everyone's like, whether you're at a club or a festival or a park show, wherever it is, yeah. soundtracks come on, everyone's doing the dances. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the artists can book 
some dancers do dances on stage as well. So we have a whole cohesion of everyone doing this particular dance. And then that gets filmed. It gets put on social media. It goes out. Everyone's like, oh, okay, that was crazy. And then now it just, it just, it just keeps doing this thing. So right. from that 2011 to like 2014, it was straight just artists, especially from Africa. Yeah. Seeing what happened to like Fuse, um, Mr. Silver, Connor Flavor, Scob, um, who else like had viral songs, the band at that time. They're coming, they're, they want to come over to the UK yeah. and bring their songs over here because they're seeing dancers from like the UK dancing to their tracks and they're right, from, like, going right. on Nigeria and they're like, hold on a minute. There's an audience. There's an audience in yeah. a whole other side of the world that banging our songs, we don't even know. So we're, oh, we're going to come over now to these guys yeah. and bang a concert and bang a show and, and then I, I, bet can, I can hold me in even it's, more. Yes, well, I can hold me in even more. <laughs> yeah. I would say that being there at the time, the biggest influence on Afrobeats music was the university circuit Facts. in the UK. Really? Yes, 100%. In terms of the, the musicians performing? From 2011 that's to how, like that's 2013, how it, 2014, this is, that's, that's this is how it was, was going. So yeah. this, is, this is how it went. Um, we went from being at a, a rave in university, especially let's look at some of the, the biggest ones in the UK that had the energy. So we're talking about like DMU, Nottingham, Coventry, oh, yeah. Luton, Hertfordshire, yeah. um, Brunel, etc. So many of them. Now, in these raves that you would go to, there would be probably three songs at the end of the rave that were an Afrobeat song. Okay. Premier Gau, Alaji, and maybe Yauze, Yauze and that's yeah. it. Um, and then that was it, the rave was done. Until the rise of Azonto music and Afrobeats, then they started to be a change and hold on, this music is popping. Then there was complete raves dedicated to Afrobeats music. One of the first ones being Afrocentric. Okay. Then you had um, things like um, yes. Silver Bunnies. Silver Bunnies. Silver Bunnies, which was done by DJ Abrantia and, um, Silver. and Mr. Silver, where these were raves that were dedicated to the music where people would come to dance. This is when the term Azonto Warriors came out. Okay. There was a term Azonto Warriors because people that would literally open up the circle in just a rave to just to do Azonto <laughs> and sweat out in the middle yeah. of it like they were ciphering. Nice. Um, it was the university circuit that made that big. Nice. The university circuit is what people were enjoying it so much that the artists from Nigeria, Ghana, etc., were then able to get booked to come and perform at universities. Okay. Such as the Kids and all of that. Like, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. then being able to Early perform on. at university and go on tour on the university circuit. Mad. It was from being booked like that because everyone's listening to their music. That's what made them gain popularity. And then with people like DJ Abrantia being at um, Choice, Choice FM. Yeah, Abrantia, Neptizzle, um, Edu, all these DJs that were DJ, at radio stations. They were then <laughs> able to then transfer the club scene and then be able to throw one, two track into the mix yeah. on mainstream radio. Next thing you know, it's getting more and more popular. People are requested. Then radio play starts happening and then labels start getting involved and then artists start getting signed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the university circuit, another one which added a big um, energy towards it was Big Clash. 100%. That event, Big Clash, which was basically like a, a game show. A big okay. uni game show. That was going on tour and it would like tired uni different school. universities facing off against each other. Okay. Kind of like a university challenge, but yeah. fun. Um, imagine that. So yeah. it was like, instead of answering questions, yeah. it was like games. Like uh. there was one game called Tag Me, which was basically a dance That's battle. That's the end of the show. It was a dance yeah. battle. It was a dance teams. battle where you would face off <laughs> as a battle, but they'll battle at the same time. Okay. And then you'll tag each other in and oh, the song, shit. and there'll be a mix playing. Yeah. There'll be a mix playing and the, the, the university to get the most hype from the crowd 
wins. So basically, you got like half a show on this side, yeah. EMU here, yeah. 30 dancers, 30 dancers, and just one, 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 two, one two, two, come out, destroy a track, and you hear the crowd just go mad over certain moves. Then you switch, then before that tag, we had um, Dance Like Me, which was a whole set done by the uni dancers, yeah. and they do a set. And majority of the music was Af- was African yeah. music. I think, what you're, I think what goes saying, like, the African artists were able to come over here because they, they linked with the UK artists that were popping over here. Uh, and did like collabs So UK, and UK Afrobeats was like a very, very big yeah, deal. 100%. And they really, really pushed yeah. Afrobeats music full stop. Right. So before people were able to even access the WizKids or Davidos or Burnables and that, everyone had the artists here that was even shelling a uni scene by itself. Okay. So Travel Mags. Travel Mags to Silver, Silver Quantum Flavor, Scorb, Afro B, the D, like when he was DJing, Afro Vibe B, P Squad. Montana, Vibe Squad. Uh, Where are ENT? Yeah, like these guys at uni. Long day. So there were UK-based artists oh, who were like having that sound music, yes. as well. From the diaspora, so yeah, they're the ones that helped capitalize and push it. So from, from Funky yeah. House, went into UK Afrobeats. So that's the kind of lineages yes. from Funky House, right? So from that right, energy, right. where like DJ was doing a set, yeah, these artists come on stage and just go ham on half yeah. of their tracks, yeah, and then these tracks go viral. Everyone knows what the video looks like. Everyone knows what the dance looks like. Because these guys are now going, they're blowing up in UK, transferring over to Africa, and everyone, everyone's like, okay, cool. Like, what if? We booked um, at the time. They say it was early on, so like Wizkid, Scales, um, and Yanya. Them guys were like the big guys yeah. in Nigeria mm-hmm. and stuff. Argana, we had El Tosako, Dier, Joey B. Them guys coming, getting them guys over here mm. to link with Fuse and to link with blah blah. And yeah. then, and then, then you this. get introduced to them so like, through your favorite. So then Fuse has a show. Yeah, and he booked Sarko Dier and yeah. El and Joey B on the show. And the things you were getting the ticket sales. Mm. So the ticket sales, mm. you were getting packed out venues like Hertfordshire Forum yeah. was getting packed out. So you, the promoters were getting the money in order to book the artists yeah, and yeah, get yeah. the visas and get them here. So Sick. it was literally basic business hand in hand. Yeah, we can get the ticket sales so we can book the artists yeah. and bring them here, and it goes insane. And then while they're here, they're going on they're tour. Doing shit. So it was like the yeah, like you said, like the university circuit that allowed them. It really pushed that kind of opened yeah. that door for them to come in. Yeah. Exactly. So That's that big, mad. Big I didn't push. know that. We're lucky that we were there because it was our first year of uni. Literally, that, like, where were the, you at? Um, I, was I was at Hertfordshire. I was at Greenwich. Oh shit! I'm not far from Hertfordshire. Oh, yeah. I grew up in Watford. So oh, you grew up in Watford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to spend a couple of nights in Oceana. <laughs> Oceana. Yeah, that small room there. Oh mate, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Barcelona or something like that. That we used to just call it like the hip hop room or whatever. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah. there was, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. small room, lot of mercy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that but that's that's vibe. what it was. That's that's really what pushed the catalyst of like that movement. And then like, it went from uni venues to Indigo to yeah. to Hamster for Polo, yeah. to Wembley, yeah. to O2 itself. Yeah. That's so great. You know, I was I remember um, I don't know who it was with, but Burner Boy had an interview. So he's Nigerian, yes. Nigerian yeah. I remember him saying like that they're talking like talking to him or like speaking about him as if he's like a new artist or upcoming artist and he's like I'm like the most famous artist in Nigeria like yeah. I'm already like I've made it and I'm coming over here and people are like oh you're new to this like music yeah, it's like, no, no. The, yeah the difference was still there still was a shift yeah so unless you were heavily in yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you could easily not know who's banging over in Africa until yeah. you come here and that's where like so someone like Burner Boy he's been out for, for ages, like from like 2012, for like 2013. Yeah, but yeah. because at that time, Wizkid and and Scales and them guys and the, the band were the were the guys. Right, you weren't really tapping into like Burner Boy and so those underneath who are next up because yeah. these are gonna take in the limelight. So by the time he came over, it's a bit like some of us knew who he was already. We we're like, mm. yeah, this guy's yeah, cold. Course, yeah. So we're like, oh, who's Burner Boy? And it's like, bro, he's been about for a time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the fact that he wasn't able to come to the UK yeah, for a while. For a while, well, he wasn't yeah. able to come here anyway because of uh, his own reasons. But yeah. when he, by the time he did come and did like a massive concert at Hammer Super Polo, he destroyed it. He sold out the whole place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from then, he's been Burner Boy. But 
there's other artists that have been out for ages who have been big for time, but mm. because they're not commercially big, yeah. or they don't hit like the radio play market, you're yeah. not sure of these guys unless you're actually either a dancer in Afrobeat scene or you're like an avid fan and you just love Afrobeat scene at the time. Yeah, yeah. And people, they judge based on if you're blowing or if you're at this particular, you know, or radio. If you're signed. If you're signed. So yeah. then people are like, oh, think so-and-so, who's that? This time the person got like eight mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. been like, they've been yeah. out for time, but you know. But it's also like, um, I guess a parallel would maybe be like grime here in America, Literally. where it's like, maybe they're going to know Stormzy or something, but yeah. then they'd be like, who's Kano? And you're like, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, which you is know, crazy. yeah, which, which is, is mad. Crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. that's similar, it's similar to that. Yeah. It's like, exactly. wow. They're like, oh, okay. the guy from Top you know, Boy, right? Yeah. And you're like, ah. Oh. You, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. So yeah. even now, yeah. you mentioned Burner Boy because you've had access to Burner Boy, but exactly. I could probably mention another 20 Yeah, that I've never heard of. But if you heard their music right now, you'll be like, Lord, yeah. these guys are insane. We're talking about not just um, people that are great songwriters. We're talking about great rappers as mm. well. Even though you, there's a language barrier, you're like, yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Their flow yeah, is insane. Yeah. Like, Sick. even from, from now, like, um, the drill scene in Africa is insane. Is Crazy. Sick. I personally, I <laughs> prefer it to UK drill. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah oh, I nice. personally prefer it to UK drill. The reason why I prefer it to UK drill is because... Um, the energy of it. Um, I feel Different. UK UK drill is great. Mm. Very violent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very dark. Yeah. When you listen to their version of drill, you there's a there's a big wave. There's a wave. Mm. So you like, could like more party to it. Oh, oh, yeah. It's different, but yeah. it's like I'm picking at hairs now. But personally yeah. I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. I love um how they go about it. Um, and it's huge. It's Sick. huge. We've got people like from Yao Tog to Kwamina um, MP to yeah, like- Kumerica itself, the whole, whole back. Kumerica, yeah. Kumerica is a movement. There's a movement yeah, in Ghana batch. called yeah. Kumerica. There's a, there's a city called Kumasi and they, they call themselves Kumericans because they took Kumasi and America put oh, in one. Yeah, they yeah. call themselves Kumericans <laughs> and it's a movement of like drill music, underground drill music, um, which is dark, heavy, but also cultural at the same time. Sick. Crazy vibes, crazy storms. He jumped on the track with like, oh, yeah? with a Yao Tog and them guys. Um, yeah. their biggest song at the time was Sorry. 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 So he went gone and jumped on the remix. Because it's because because he knows how big draws in, in Ghana and he's gone in. So that's a big market. He, and he was well. like, yeah, I'm going. I'm, and he jumped on the track and that helped ca capitalize Huge. that whole thing to another level. Because like Mad. it's like another cosign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're both doing the same sort of style of music. There's so much music that's yeah. happening now. For Sick. example, now a lot of people are listening to Ama Piano mm. yeah. from South Africa. Yeah. Now, but before Ama Piano, that everyone knew about Ama Piano, we were listening to Ngom, GQOM, Ngom, yeah, Ngom, yeah, that's how you pronounce it, which is like a, a gothic version, it's a darker version of Ama Piano. Ama, okay. Ama Piano is nice and light. You get loads of nice little melodies in there. You're like, oh, yeah. this is sweet. Ngom is like a, like a grime version of that. It's oh, heavy. Like, if, if you listen to it, you just be like this. But it's <laughs> on that sick. same. Dum, 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 dum. And you got some, and it's like, cause we're just not tapped into it. You just need someone to be like, look, listen to this, type I, in I, this. I think the best, the best description of that is when Black Panther came out. Mm. The end of the Panther, they played Destruction Boys. That's oh, in yeah. the film. Destruction and everyone was like, oh, oh this music's crazy. It's been, about, it's been about four years. Yeah. Ah, but everyone only heard it, only people only heard them because it was in a movie. Yeah. And also sure. even a movie, America only tapped into it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, been yeah. listening to, to them, Trash and Boys and them guys in South Africa with their music because their music was crazy. Sick. You know, Mapiano, it's, it's like, it's a bit of a South African house. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's time ago. It's been ages. It's like they've, they've changed melodies, 
But South African, South African house element is it's been about South African house years. is so nice. Exactly, it's, it's like it's such a like pleasing sound. Like, like body, I don't, I don't body, know what them guys there. Like yeah. it's been doing for ages. It's yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only now people change and oh. <laughs> what I would also say though is that I love the fact that we're not some to some extent that we're not tuned in and you have to tune yourself in. Yeah, as in the fact that it's not out in your face. Yeah. So you have to get the in. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So what that shows to me is that the scene is self-sufficient and doesn't need us. It doesn't need to be like, oh, in your face, come and enjoy us. Mm. It's already functioning. And who is in the know? No. And then mm. you get brought into their circle. So they create their own scene. Mm. And those that are, are like want to find out about the scene, you need to come in. And yeah. I think that's also great in, sen- in the sense of being self-sufficient. You don't need these major yeah, labels yeah, and all yeah. of that to take most of your money, yeah. have troubles with royalties and ownership, et cetera, in order to make your music and make yeah. your music blow. And I, I would imagine that that is something to do with, again, you tell me if I'm wrong in the sense of like the music being kept like some level of like authenticity in the sound when it's traveled to like UK and America. But if you've got this scene where you, like we were saying about us as like artists or whatever, it's like, if you can say no, then when what they do take will be the authentic thing. You know, they're like, all right, it's like, take this, um, you know, you're saying that the artist doing collabs with UK artists, mm. right? If the if they needed the UK artists, maybe they'd be convinced like, oh, well, let's make it more palatable for a UK yeah. audience or let's do a grime. But they're like, no, look, we're happy doing our it's thing. Nice. You want us or not. And then when if they say, yeah, it's like you're getting that authentic uh, collab. Exactly, as, yeah, you know? exactly. So like yeah. you've just had recently, we had um, the collab with Ed Sheeran and- Oh, the Peru? And Peru? Fireboy, yeah. Peru. Everyone's like tapped into Peru, but Peru was such a banger that Ed Sheeran wanted to be on that song. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he was like, I love that song. I can't stop singing it. But Ed Sheeran, it wasn't made into an Ed Sheeran song. He jumped on it. He made, like he did his He had to jump on onto, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? It's like Justin Bieber in essence. He had to yeah. jump on it. He had mm. to jump on it. It wasn't now his song. He had to jump on it and understand the music tempo and the energy while yeah. keeping to Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's changed a lot as an artist. If you yeah. really, yeah. if you really look at his journey, he's very adaptable. Mm. Like, and but he's wanting to be a part of the culture and wanting to flow on this vibe. Yeah. Which I think is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Especially when you know like you're going to bring it to a new audience is like, it's important to not just dilute it and change. Do you know what I mean? It's like- I appreciate what that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So how did you guys get, you kind of said about uh, being in the uni circuit, but like, how did you get into like what you're doing now? I would imagine, because you guys are going to aim both, right? Yes. So- a lot of the dancing, did you kind of grow up with it? Like, it's not something you went like, oh, I'm going to go learn to do this dance style now. Like, you already kind of grew up with it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh no. It's a bit, it's a bit of yes or no. Okay, so like, okay. The Ghanaian culture, we grew up in Ghanaian households. So we've always been in the Ghanaian culture. Yeah. Like, hall parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House yeah. parties. We know, like, what the vibe of natural dance is in. Like, the hip, the, the music, hip life to high life to, you know, where, where it turned into, like, more poppy elements. And, like, Azonto came out. We've been around it the yeah, whole time. Yeah, but yeah. Azonto was such a, a, quite a new, fresh thing that came out. Then when we saw it on YouTube, we were like, raw. what's this? Ah, okay. Because um, I was at Ghana Park in the Park in 20, 2010 mm. or 2011. And I, and I heard it. I heard the, I heard the track. And everyone, people started doing this little dance around. I was like, this is mine. What's this? Oh, sick. Like, oh, I was on tour. This new thing. I was like, ah, cool. <laughs> Literally like a month later, I was like, have you seen this new thing on YouTube? I was like, what, I was on tour? He was like, yeah. So he, then we saw, he showed me a video of um, Calms and Flavor with um, Chief and Eman. And these guys were like, they did that. They were playing around in a, in a penthouse. And it was called Penthouse Ozonto. It was one of the first videos from UK on okay. YouTube about just guys dancing to Ozonto music. Yeah. 
and Carnival Flavor are also artists, but they were part of the pioneering movement of like dancers in UK, like yeah. just dancing, having fun. Yeah. So we saw the video we were like, cool, like let's just let's do our own one. Curse, Trish, Show Me Steps. Cause on the steps, the basic. I ones. trained so hard. Yeah, it's mad <laughs> looking back at it. Cause no, like, I trained. Like it was a serious I trained thing. Yeah. so yeah. hard because it was obviously we were dancers already. We've been yeah, in Boy Blue sure. since two thousand and five. Yeah. Um, so we were already training, and before Boy Blue, we were B boys. So right. we've been training. Do you know what I mean? We were training with mm. Bionicle, which are now like known as like Rain Crew. Yeah. So we we've been we've been yeah there. yeah you've been around so, the time we have the dancer's brain. Yeah. So I had to really focus. Like I remember being at one of my friend's house in uni and literally for like three, four days straight, every single day I'm there and I'm honed in and I'm trying to learn from these tutorials. I'm trying oh, to learn mad. from these cats where when we were able to then link up with dancers, trying to learn from them mm. and trying to get it in, like mm. really trying to understand the dance style, understand the steps. And then we put it out. Then we, I linked up with, um, I called TC. I was like, look, we're gonna, let's go shoot a video. We tried to shoot one video to a song called You Go Kill Me by Sarkodie, but it was too dark outside. Absolutely terrible. And then <laughs> 20, linked 11. up again, yeah, that was 2011. Then early 2012, January 2012, I told TC, come, let's go. We went to Excel. We went to a car park in Excel. And then I shouted out my boy, Jay Prince. He's an artist. Um, known all over now he's doing amazingly well yeah. um hollered at my boy jay prince was like oh bro can you come and film this then we filmed us um a video to a track called column column baby column and column was new and we just freestyled okay no routine no nothing oh, we just freestyled in the, in the back thing back. <laughs> showed the energy everything that we had learned from it and we played um and that video Went viral. Like, it went viral uh, on YouTube. On YouTube. On, yeah. There was no Insta now. It was just literally yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. or Facebook. Facebook yeah. But it was insane for us. Sick. So when I remember speaking to TC, I was like, TC, like, I, I, I pray that we're able to get, like, imagine if we were to get 14,000 views. Like, yeah, I, like I don't 10, know why 14. 20, I don't yeah, know what just was going on with I was like, <laughs> imagine we were to get 14,000 views. You know, that's insane. I think because I saw another video that had 14,000 right, views. Right. I'll be like, that was insane. That would be insane. That means 14,000 people have watched it. Because no, obviously I wasn't considering that people could have watched it multiple times. I was just like, 14,000 people have watched it. Which is one person. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and I, I kept... Tabs on, like I saw, I was on Twitter at the time. I kept tabs yeah. on the video. And I, I, I hit up, I was like, hey, okay, the video's past 50K. And we're like, what? Within, within like a week, checked it again, 100K. Yeah. Checked it again, 150, checked it again. By, by the end of, let's say, Feb into March, 350K. And that was like the biggest video at the time. On that was YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah. From a, from a Just a freestyle. Like. And we were like, We're not even on our own page. We didn't even have a page then. Yeah, we, 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 it's on, it was on Jay Pitch's page. So oh, it, was like, it was like, this is mad. And then from there, I've known, I've known Mr. Silver for years. We go to the same church. We're like family. Sick. And he's, he's really out at the time. So he's like, yeah. he's hit me up like, ah, oh, you, you and Kurt's come to this video shoot for, for his track, Bumuta, which okay. became the biggest song of the year, full stop. But we went. And by the time we arrived, and there's a lot of we first we found out there's, there was even like a scene already had performing, so we met DJs there and other dancers and fashion people, and it was a whole big it was a whole big shoot, and it was it was, it was in Birmingham, like a warehouse. We walked okay. in, and then we were there kind of early. People are noticing us. By the time everyone got to the shoot, everyone's looking at me and Kurt's like we're on some superstardom, and we were like, "What's everyone looking at us for?" Yeah, and then so it was like, "You man, are the, you man, are the dancers here, you man, are the celebs." I said, "How?" Oh, like, for, because it's in the video, and it was like the people asking us, "Oh, how'd you get that leg thing?" That leg, because me and Kurt in our video, we were just doing our stuff. Yeah, so we're putting in house in there, isolation in there, 
different techniques that we have from Boy Blue. We just put it in the video because mm. that's how we play. We're probably everyone else doing that style they've who aren't dancers. That. Yeah, they're just doing stuff. moves and copying. So it was mostly just fragmentation. So like yeah, we'll take the fragment, groove, we'll yeah, take the yeah, bass groove yeah. and it will maybe fragment it to the beat. Yeah. Which you're doing like that because you're already dancers. And then go back into the beat. So they came to us asking bad questions. People were amazing. And when they came to us shooting that on set, Dancers are going mad in the pit. Watching <laughs> us like intently when we do our stuff, and then from there it, it, it became a knock-on effect. Like we, we were requested like throughout the whole year. Mad. To music videos anywhere. mostly. Yeah, music videos mainly. And then during that time, that video came out. We saw that, people saw that video. Then we did um, Tribal Zonto Skank, which is like um, Tribal Max his his Zonto track, and it was like a first tutorial, yeah, official tutorial of Zonto moves. Sick. We did that. Damn. That came out. That went again. Another hundred thousand, two hundred thousand wow. views. So many. And Yanya, Yanya came to the UK. We did his video shoot, and then by oh. towards towards the end, Fuse hit us up. He's already released Azonto by yeah. now. It's gone viral. It's like one of the biggest songs. Full stop. Yeah. He's doing another song now called Antenna. He's like, ah, oh, I miss you guys, Azonto. Like, I want you guys there, but you guys couldn't come. I want you guys on this next project. We were like, cool. Met Fuse in his ends in Mitchum, and he did, he told us what the idea was for Antenna. He wants it like to be like a partnership kind of. Mm-hmm. Work where like you do moves that people can do in twos. Ah, uh, yeah. Because we're like, cool. We played around with some ideas, showed him some stuff that we could potentially make. He was like, he was guys like, yeah, let's do it. So had he he'd made the song already, or he had made he had the, the song already. You're talking about kind of the concept, had an of the idea. concept for the how he, he wanted us video. to wear suits. He wanted us. He shot it himself. A lot of people don't know that yeah, he actually nice. filmed it himself. Our video on the train. He, he also asked us to make it achievable. Yeah, yeah, for of course. people yeah, to be yeah. able to learn it. Because if you look at our previous videos, we were going in. People need to copy this. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. we we thought about it. We made yeah. it achievable. We looked yeah. at okay, what things would read well. Mm-hmm. This is where we went into our dancer mode. What would read well? Yeah. Mm. In partnership with his idea of going onto the trains, wearing suits, he got us the, he rented us the suits, yeah. got us the shoes, Sick. bought a speaker, and so we went funny. out and shot Mad. for the day. And that day was like it wasn't even the train wasn't even planned. Oh really? We were shooting it off a circus, but you know when you busk sometimes it gets too people yeah, come yeah. too close, so we couldn't actually dance. Oh, we went to Waterloo, did that. We were outside Chocadero, filmed there. Mad. Then we go on the train, and then we were on the train like yeah, we're gonna go to London Eye, um, the the eye, and we, like, he was like guys, let's do it now. <laughs> it's just filming. We're like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> right now on the train, let's try it. Yeah. We're like, the train's moving though. He was like, yeah, yeah, let's try it. <laughs> we're like, cool. So we got up, I got off the, the train to come back on, cause sitting there, and he just played off the speaker and we just went. That's oh, sick. And then the finished video's finished, we put it out. Me and Cause like, yeah, cool, whatever. He calls us like within like, I don't know, within a month or two or whatever, the song's gone. The song's out there, the video's Shit. gone crazy. And he's launched the initial world challenge with our video. So we started this award. It was the first ever world actual challenge on Zonto. And it went, man, we hit a million views. First video to do so in terms Mad. of a dance video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing at the time, us and CEO dancers had a million views on their video as well. Definitely did like a Moscow's video. And they were in the banjos, Oliver Twist. So yeah. they were like very up there as well. Yeah. As soon as we hit a million views, that was it. Everything changed. It just so kept on going. The comp, well. the comp started, Team France. Well, Team UK happened again. KB and Tracy came after us. They shot in Manchester. Then after that... Team France, Germany, um, to Russia, to, to Switzerland, to Belgium. Then we had people in the army doing it. Then it, 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 it went, Shit. it was unnecessary. We, we're on the road now, walking freely. Oi, you guys, guys from the train, yeah, yeah. We walk in London randomly and people, we, like not just kids or like young people, genuine adults. Just like, everyone, big yeah. Stopping yeah. Us, yeah we walk, walk from studio, sorts, centre yeah. stage, Maryland. Yeah. I won't forget this, they were so funny. And some builders, genuine UK builders, Five of them in the van. They were driving. They stopped the van on the road. 
Oi! Oi, man, I'm sick in her suits. And they brought, there's traffic's happening. They just they stopped raw. And That's I was like, yeah, mad. we used to go Westfield. We had to stop going Westfield a little bit. It was, it was crazy. Bruh. Westfield was like, pictures on deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. get the and, and then that helped push the UK scene, like, dancers wise. Yeah. People started filming whenever they wanted to film. Mm. Costumes, I let's film in Central London, let's film here, and, and it really helped dancers like be themselves. Like, you yeah. don't need an artist, you can just yeah, do your own yeah. thing. And then visuals became like a really, really big thing for dancers to yeah. just create visuals way before TikTok, yeah. way before like visuals are a thing. TikTok, I mean, TikTok, like obviously, that is, is now, but YouTube doing visual put on YouTube, and then obviously, as Twitter got better, people put it on Twitter yeah. and Facebook yeah. before Insta Instagram. Videos were only 50, sec 50 yeah, seconds, so you couldn't even post a video on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. literally, it was Facebook and YouTube, and people were going really, really ham. And like the scene was so close, artists knew each other, dancers knew each other, DJs knew each other. So every shoot, more or less, the UK scene was just there. Mm. A show, everyone's there. So it was very, very close knit. And then as it just grew and grew and grew, got yeah. bigger, you just see it just take over, and it's like it's mad to now it's genuinely worldwide to the point where like we have That's dancers crazy. all over the world that have started dancing because of us. Or yeah. They started as onto Johnny because of us, and it's it's mad hearing stories and yeah, travels like very overwhelming. Yeah, and like people say, "Oh yeah, your video on the train." We're like, "That's ten years ago." <laughs> yeah, that's and mad. That's one thing I, I find <laughs> that we have is that like many people could stop us and be like, "Oh, so yeah, I know you guys, homebros, and all of that," and it's like many people have a different first experience of us. Mm -hmm. So some people will remember us from the column video, yeah. the viral video. Some people remember us from Antenna. Some people might remember us from a Willow. Some people yeah, might remember us for done, like yeah. things like um, BM. Oh, BM. Yeah, yeah. Some people BM, might BM remember us quite, for quite viral well. um, Dylan Mural's camp. That video that's on like that's 10 million views yeah. now that's on, on YouTube on our video. YouTube channel <laughs> do you know what I mean some people is in different moments yeah. throughout I remember you guys just from being in the hip hop scene exactly I, I was actually surprised like I think I didn't realise that you guys blew up so I was like well, oh yeah I, I know those guys I, 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 and then I looked yeah. and I was like holy shit they got a lot of views <laughs> <laughs> no no I think in the UK scene a lot of our friends didn't know what me and guys were doing or how big it was yeah, so a lot yeah. of people didn't we took it seriously that we were doing like the, the Afro thing. Yeah, right. And people thought it was like, kind of like a trend or it will, it will die, it will go by. Yeah, they thought it was a doggy, innit? It's all right. Uh, like, so we yeah. guys kept going and by the time like we pushed it in the Boy Blue Circuit just for fun, we pushed grooves and sets and Ken likes to do some sets after a while and like at shows, people would do like, you know, like you'd be at a show and then people open like a cypher circle. Yeah. Me because we'll freestyle Afro just on purpose just to show just like, that this thing is stable, not going anywhere. And now it's like people that have been our peers and friends for years Check out our pages and like you man are really. At, it's like we've been out here. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. You just didn't. We just you weren't paying attention. Work. We just done the hard work. So yeah. you've seen us go from like ten subscribers or whatever or yeah. to we're now past hundred k on YouTube or yeah. whatever. And like for our Facebook page, I don't know what's on like fifteen k or whatever. Like we've seen people seen us for the humble beginnings to like you not really reckon the numbers. It's like yeah, we, we went from zero where no one cared about Afrobeats. Yeah, right. And you, you stayed know, with cares it. About it. So we've been the whole journey through. So it's the same for different it's a, dance It's a blessing, styles. isn't it? Like, like the if you're there, you're there. Yeah. Like, the yeah. early adopters of every dance style will be going through it alone until yeah. others mm. understand it and become more in tune to it and then then want to understand the language of it. It happened in Crump. It happened yeah. in, even in Lightfeet. Like yeah. the early adopters, many people were probably looking at them from afar like, what's this? What's this? Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 like what's this? Until they fully understand it and fully understand the culture of it, and then it's like, oh, let me do one two moves. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, I like this. Yeah, but, like, 
but it's never gonna be oh let me just do one two move then it's like oh sh- this is an actual dance style this yeah, is an act- yeah, yeah. there's an actual discipline that comes with it and 100%. that's one thing that we want to make clear is like with modern African dance styles this is not just referring to Ozonto this mm. is referring to many different styles from the beautiful continent of Africa from Dombolo Kupdukale Afro House Pansula, uh, Pansula Piano, um, so Kisu, many so yeah. many dance styles from from Africa Afro yeah. uh, was it like Niger Fusion or that all of these dance styles come with a discipline and come yes, with a foundation sure. yeah. and there's so many of those and in a music genre and a different pace mm. and a different style and, w- and way to to move to it so it's kind of like a, a we just try to open people's minds into then diving further into into a new genre of of, of yeah. energy Sick. that allows you to access different vibes and different tones of dance. Now for us, in terms of the idea of, I'm just taking you on to why we're even called Homebros. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to ask you that. Uh, You're doing my job for me. That's about our name. It's all right. It it, it all goes hand in hand. In order for us to to fully have context about us, these things will come up. So Homebros, the reason why we're called Homebros, well, the bros part is because we've known each other since we were like three years old. Like we went to nursery with each other, went through all school with each other. So we've known each other for a very long time. Now, the home side of it, we came up with the name Homebros in 2010. This okay. is over a year before we actually started dancing oh, modern mad. African dance okay. styles. Now, the idea of Homebros was actually us tapping into a calling within ourselves where we knew we were from Ghana, but we wanted to, and we were training house at the time, and we wanted to take house back home. Ah, the, the music was very similar. We felt like a connection to the track. And we okay. had songs from Ghana, especially hip life songs right. from artists such as like Oforian Ponsa, Castro, uh, R2Bs, all of that, mm. which gave us that house feel. Which, and we wanted to take that house feel and take it back home. Shit. So that's why we started calling ourselves Home Bros. Sick. Um, it started from me producing a track mm. or a night with the Brats, the Brats 2010. in 2010. This was back uh, when I used to use Fruit Loops. And then there was a sample on Fruit Loops that went, I step on stage, break a leg and a ligament. Many people that are Fruit Loops um, users from back in the day will know that that loop. And we kind of remixed it and we went, I step on stage, break an arm and a leg. I did an arm and a leg. And that was like a little skank that we used to do. I made, a, I made the, the arm and the leg skank. We made it in rehearsal just for fun. Yeah, I very the track and then... And then Sick. it became a little thing, like everyone would be like, ah, these guys, the home bros and all of that. So even like back when, do you remember Starfest? I think it was like yeah. Starfest 2010 in yeah, yeah, Circus. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? With the, the royal blue t-shirt with the yellow thing. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're taking it back. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Many people won't know about these events. People knew us. This is when people started to really understand us as home bros. We had little grooves amongst ourselves and stuff like that back in 2010. But it was nothing really serious because obviously we're just, we're boy blueing. Like we're just getting it in. We're getting it cracking. We're doing shows. Same time, yeah, we had a night with the Brats the year afterwards. We done clock. I done clocks. We're at breaking convention. Like we were just getting it in. Same year we were doing Till Ender and stuff like that. We were getting it in. So it was kind of fitting that we created that persona anyway. Um, and then when we started to come into contact with these modern African dance styles, first of all, Azonto, we then made it a thing that we were going to go on our journey of learning the style and being a student to the style. However, what makes us home is having a crump framework. Ah, interesting. So in terms of the way we go about the dance, right. it's using a crump template. Interesting. How so? In terms of the creativity side of it, you mean? In terms of the build, okay. in terms of the, the formulation, in terms of how around. we dance and how we freestyle. 
because okay. we were training Crump at the time yeah. and we Crump is one of those styles when you really understand it is a style that will can transcend you yeah. can transcend your spirit and can make you feel crazy and all and it was able to take us to that point so what we did we took the framework in a sense of intro character basics mm. developing basics combo var- variations of basics mm. combo blow up get off that was the interesting. That was the framework. So not in a not saying that we were throwing jabs. Yeah. But we'll take the framework of okay, introduction, characterization. Yeah, yeah. Groove, groove basics, foundations, variations of grooves, building those variations of grooves. Yeah, yeah. Combo to hit that highest point, blow up. Sick. The get off. Mad. And I think that's like I mean, crump is a great thing to do that with because like structure structurally crump crumpers know what they're doing <laughs> and it's like why like i find um i always say this we're talking about like structuring and presenting your dance um like i always say look at like crumpers and vogas mm. like those two is like they're gonna you're gonna enjoy it no matter what and they're gonna they know how to draw in an audience like even like some of the best poppers in the world or like i mean light feet's pretty good as well i find because they have like a certain energy that they bring but some of the best like battlers like poppers or even b-boys they're just they just start doing stuff and they're looking down and it's like, how are you the best in the world and you just can't captivate an audience? And then you watch Crumpers and it's like some beginner Crumpers, you're just yeah. like, yeah. what are they going to do next? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the structure. Of- exactly, the crowd, crowd control. control. That was, ma- oh, that was a major part yeah. of us. Um, one thing I always say now um, on, on our journey and how we've been able to get to this point is that, yes, we facilitate and we allow people to learn about these dance styles. Yeah. However, there's also an aspect of it whereby we are, yes, we're teaching you the vocabulary. However, we're also writing our own poem. Mm-hmm. We're, we're teaching you the language. This is the style, this is yeah. the move, etc. But now this is our poem. Okay. And our poem, as poems are, poems are no, don't necessarily follow a structure. Right. Po- poems can be, they're very artistic, is that person's expression. And that's what Got we you. also try to show as well. So even some of our choreography you can, I will clearly say this is one of my poems. So don't expect for me to just reel off and tick a box yeah, of these yeah, grooves and yeah. stuff. I'm going to use these dance foundations and give you something that's of myself. Mm, which I think is sometimes is a trap that people fall into with some of these styles. And looking from like a external perspective, you see some people that like it can be in lock-in, it can be in house, whatever, where you just do move, then another move, then another move. And it's like, okay, cool. You learned all these moves, but like you said, like you're not saying anything. You're not. And I think, I don't know about how you guys feel about this, but I feel like some people I've spoken to, they get worried to like, it's, it's kind of a, uh, being scared of not doing the style justice or not having a respect for it. So they're like, oh, we have to do exactly what we were taught, how we were taught it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm. like, I guess if you have confidence in your knowledge of the style and stuff, you can also, write a poem with it. That's great. Mm, yeah. Exactly that, because that happens right. where people feel that. But also one thing that's slightly different for us is that we were there at the beginning. Right. So where we were learning these these grooves and these steps and putting them out there, a lot of energies and, and the, the concepts around how people are dancing, it came from us. Mm. So you, don't, you used, have less to worry about. <laughs> and being used back home. So for example, oh, before we started to dance to even the slower tempo song, mm-hmm. many people would not dance to a slower tempo song. Only As the party was done was done to very happy songs. Happy hey. And also PM. the way you danced as Zonto was very happy. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very happy. We were like, I ain't happy. I don't know, maybe it's the London in us. The London in us was like, what about if I'm vexed? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I this was the dance does. element in yeah. us. It's like, what about if I'm vexed? What about if I'm intrigued? So yeah. we started to change the intention okay. about how we would dance and how we would freestyle. And we would do it in things like music videos. People would then watch it and then start to change some isms mm. about the way they'll go about the step. So mm. maybe a step, let's say for instance, like network, where it's a very happy step, very joyful step, can then become very dark and become very intentional. And then you're seeing some isolations and stuff in it. And it's yeah. like, we were adding those kind of isms to things like that we were taking that risk so Mad. we've been taking that risk from before and then that's also been uh, that's been like sorry taken up by people in Africa as well Mad. so we've had conversations with many amazing dancers that are leading the scene back in like GH and stuff who have told us that they were watching our stuff Sick. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? And it's quite, a back and it's quite a vice versa during our early yeah. stages because we were doing stuff that no one else was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like foot, like one thing we did a lot was footwork okay. of our house training. And Azonto didn't have a lot of footwork based stuff. So we put out videos and we, we did like like shuffling or certain things of our feet that people yeah. weren't doing. Even our Padre Ray was a bit different. Okay. And then we, we, we'll go on YouTube now and see our footwork in another video. Mad. And we know it's ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done before. And then we'll, we'll talk to the guys like, oh, that was so cool. And they're like, oh yeah, we watched your video. And they'll send us the video. So we had this exchange on Facebook. It was like, we're seeing the natural movement from there. We get up here. Me and Curtis mix up in a little bowl and uh, do our thing. Send, send it, it back. back. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. And, then, and then they stand in. And, and, and it was very beautiful because it was happening very, very organically. And then um, by the time we got to maybe like 2015, 2016, where we, we were like very mature now in, in, in our and our other styles, we were, we were getting mature now and we started teaching. People were coming to us obviously to learn how we approached Afro, how we approached Zonto and just, you know, our, our mindset in terms of how we, yeah. you know, do our dance and just the framework that we use, the current framework, you can mix them, you can mix it about now because it's, it's now yours. You know what the framework is, mix it around, make yeah. it your round. But it's like, do you believe yourself? And that's where the feeling first came from. Because like, as much as you want to show me movement, Afro, the reason Afro is contagious in the, foot in the first place is because you go to a party now and you see just an auntie just on the floor. She's buzzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That contagious feeling is what captivates Afro full stop. Or you watch a video on YouTube, you see kids in their villages in their slippers and shorts. Yeah. They don't give it. They don't care. Yeah, and it's like a feeling it's, that's associated and, with the music. And that's where we that. start really tapping into how do you feel yeah, as yeah. well, not just what you show me. And like we got, we got kind of got told this like over the years. We did. We mean because didn't really ever take like. We're very humble guys. We always have been because we've been taught by other humble people above yeah. us, like just to keep doing your thing. We don't ever like take ownership. Or oh, we did this or we yeah. did that. We don't care. It's not deep. If you want to tell me that, then tell me that. That's great. Yeah. I appreciate it and we keep moving. <laughs> but the idea of what became just even Afro fusion or like the, the idea of fusion, different elements of Afro came from us because mm. that was our style without even knowing that was our style. Right. Because you were bringing we, we in did, your We didn't know that dance. was our style. We just were doing that anyway. Yeah. And then that, that it slowly became a framework for how UK dancers were dancing. Like we could, I could go on Instagram in the early days or go on Facebook and watch people do stuff and be like, that's how we yeah, yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. this year. And it was nice. It was beautiful. People are, inspired by us to even do and it made us keep going yeah, mm. yeah especially like if you can cool, see like, your contribution we're hoping that guys like you know open creativity and open and people are now doing rounds even you, and you can see improvement someone did a video on march and their video in, in august is way different yeah so it's like oh people are training out here we are getting really really good and we, we see people in our classes that couldn't do a two-step yeah yeah and yeah. they first came and then by the time and like four months later they're doing a whole freestyle round we're like bro this is crazy and yeah. it's like very overwhelming but yeah. at the same time, it's beautiful. So we're like, we've got to keep teaching and keep giving what we can. And we've seen people turn into superstars 
just come to our class once or a couple times yeah. or for a year or whatever and they go off and train in elsewhere other classes and other people and they take all this stuff and then it yeah. comes like there that's their Shit. shield now afro's like yeah, yeah they, they've really gone all the way in and me and Kurt is just being at the forefront of that whole being not afraid to play or not afraid to just be on that creation that creative side of it like from time the africans have the africans back home were doing it themselves mm. It, it, it made it like okay we're all growing together because this style we can't let it die out that's was, that was yeah. really what it was about that was the main thing because they were getting like back home in Ghana Azonto was like it was doing this thing but even even in Ghana the energy was changing right and then I was like ah Azonto my eyes ah, okay it's okay it's ah, it's okay until yeah, you inject something. and then we were like nah we can't, just, we can't just be okay yeah 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 <laughs> so as we started injecting and, and exchanging luckily in Ghana the music was also changing right. so there was a shift in like 2014 where Akira came out mm-hmm. and Akira was a whole like it, it was a new dance at the time. It's, it's underneath the Azonto umbrella now, but it came out as a whole new energy. It slowed everything down, okay. darker grooves, heavier grooves, and the music changed. So the dancers in Ghana came out different because mm. they had a whole new thing to start again with. Okay. So we've seen that we're like, like a new we need all that stuff. We took it, we yeah. changed it, sent it back. And then after that, then Shatter, Shatter Movement came out again, like yeah. about two years later, with Shatter Wale and his guys. And they brought a whole new, and again, another wave of movement that wasn't been done yet. Troll man and all Troll man and all the other styles. So like Ghana kept evolving in movement, luckily because people weren't giving up back home. Yeah. So it made us, made us not give us back here and we, yeah, we kept yeah, that going. Yeah. So then, and at the time, we're going viral all the time with these dances and Ghana's going viral constantly. So Nigeria now are bringing out their movements on videos and then Congo are bringing out their stuff like, yeah, us too, Afro House, yeah, well, us too, um, Angola bringing out all yeah. their videos, Portugal. And then slowly but surely by... 2016, 2017, there was videos on the, on the net from almost any country. Yeah. Afro right. dance style is there. Yeah. You don't know what, you don't, you don't know what it's been called yet, but <laughs> look at that. It's <laughs> a yeah. whole new thing. That looks crazy. What's that called? Yeah. Then you go and research that and you, you go learn that. So then, and then that Europe came right after UK. UK went, France was right next to us. They came out, bare dancers from nowhere, just boom. Sick. On, 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 like on, on the internet, on, that, the, on yeah. the internet, just banging out Sick. their stuff. Holland came after that. Raw, bare dancers. Yeah. Germany, bare dance. And it was like, Okay, Europe, we were active. So, yeah. I mean, Africa had not just UK now, they had a whole alliance of Europe full stop. Right. Do you so, think also with that, like with the, this is something I always wondered, with the, I guess the worldwide reach of these dance mm-hmm. styles, obviously there's a lot of um, people that have like, left Africa maybe or like generations above mm-hmm. have left and like kind of gone to different countries yeah. and their kids. So do you feel like it's partly also like, people that were like because you know you kind of feel like it came out of nowhere mm. it's maybe people that were like have been Ghanaian have grown up in Ghanaian culture or Nigerian or whatever and then suddenly they're like oh my culture is like uh, the popular thing like oh, oh let's go like they kind of feel invalidated yeah, and like yeah. oh I've been growing up with this exactly. shit let's go like, a lot of dancers like us like, even being African back in UK for yeah. a minute wasn't even wasn't even the thing back in right. school days like people used to lie and be like oh, yeah I'm from Jamaica I'm Caribbean oh man people, people wouldn't, wouldn't with their chest say I'm African up until mm. like Year seven, like from year seven, it was still a bit of a weird one. Year eight, year nine, it was a bit better. And then like, lucky like our school, we were, we were much African dominated anyway. So we were like, no, nah, Africa's lit. But, yeah, but yeah. it took a while for people to understand that like, you're from your roots, like mm. accept your roots. And even the Caribbeans, they understand the education of like, technically all you guys are from here anyway. <laughs> but again, that's a, that's a whole different story. But yeah. that stuff played a big part in UK. Yeah. So like from dancers who are now living in Europe, because they, they came out of Africa and they're living in Netherlands or yeah. Denmark and that. If they're not seeing their people representation in their country until the internet came out, and they're like, "Hold on, <laughs> isn't that what we used to do in the parties?" Like, yeah. They're like, "Yeah, me and too." Now it's and cool. they start recording and putting their stuff out, it, and, and now Africans are we're, we're the ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. everyone's gonna start recording and putting their stuff out. Yeah, of course. Another aspect <laughs> of that is the fact that 
as we were saying, these artists were coming here. They were coming here and shooting music videos. Yeah. And they would have UK dancers in, in their music videos. Yeah. Okay. So then that is now documented that, okay, this music video that had this viral success, who were the dancers in that music video? Thanks. Same way we look at, let's say, for instance, I don't know, remember the time, Michael Jackson? Yeah. You look at the music uh, video, yeah, like, I who were the dancers in, in that music video? Or Steve Criminal. Because they're, mm. they're, they're clearly, like, this is being archived. Yeah, yeah. Same thing was happening here. So, like, mm. we're in music videos and we're being archived. That, Sick. And so it's the co-sign as well. And yeah, and you start to see them being like so markers are, in time. Yeah. So if you are watching these videos, exactly. Of, so whiskey, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just happening in Africa, yeah. which shows that the UK was very important within the scene. Like mm-hmm. in, and integral to the journey of it. Exactly. Because yeah. even what you're saying, it's like a back and forth. It's not like, which I think often happens with, you know, stuff with the Western world <laughs> mm. <laughs> where we find out about something like, in yoga or something and then it just goes viral and he's kind of like no this is our thing now <laughs> you know it's yeah. like some Californian white girls are doing yoga and it's yeah, like this, exactly. is, this is a <laughs> but like I think when you have this kind of relationship it sounds like where you're both sending it back and forth and kind of everybody's contributing it's like it's not being taken it's like growing yeah, it has to, yeah. in both places together yeah, I guess yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. and then my thing is okay for example a question to you is that what makes you enjoy watching Crump Maybe it's mainly the performance, the performance and the structure. Cause it's like I, with Crump, I mean, I guess it's similar sort of thing to Afro. Maybe there's more feeling in Afro that I connect with, but like with Crump, it's like, I don't know or understand what's happening, but like you do. And you fucking believe that so, it's, so much that I'm like, I'm in your world. Like, yeah. even if I don't get it, I'm in your world. Like some yeah. other styles, even if people are really good, I'm like, you don't even really care about what you're doing. So it's so the way, I don't it's, either. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the understanding of the fact that it's made you feel something. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. It's like, it's making you feel something, even if it's relating that feel to what that person is feeling. Yeah. Now, this is one thing that we wanted to push out there so much because we were training in Crump ourselves. Mm. We understood how you would have to go to the limit. And you if you don't believe yourself as a crumper, no one would ever believe you. Yeah. We took that same thing to Afro, especially when it became um, a thing where we were teaching it. Mm. This is the thing we have to understand. These dance styles are modern African dance styles that come from a completely different culture mm-hmm. and a completely different continent. In order for us to try and, I don't know, facilitate as best we can the social aspect of these dances, because these are social dances, we have to try and create an atmosphere that closely mimics the energy in which it was originally based in. Same way Crump, you're you're in a cypher, things like that, is understanding that, and you will fully understand Crump when you're in the cypher. Mm. Do you understand? When you're at a session, that's when you're fully going to understand Crump. Not necessarily on stage in in an art piece. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's us trying to bring that in each individual to then create a community of it is what also reinforced the idea of feeling first. Mm. the thing I say all the time is that I can teach you the technique over time but I cannot teach you how to feel yeah Mm -hmm. right so you're saying you start with that exactly because when we look at some of the greatest dancers of all time Fred Astaire Michael Jackson Martha Graham these (laughs) these dancers were were seen as sensational dancers not just because they were great technically yeah but it's because they had feeling and yeah, they yeah. just, uh, there was just something about them. Yeah. And I think also, green. yeah. And with like, I was saying this the other day, but like with dance in general, like most of us that started, like we don't start by learning the in-depth technique and vocab. Like, you know, when you first ever dance, you were like, 
I don't know, I'm going to learn a wave or I'm going to like try and learn to spin on my head or do a backflip. And it's yeah. like, you do the stuff that's cool and it makes you feel something like you're doing something like, I think I'm cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, and, then, and then you, you build. And then you but I would say <laughs> then what tends to happen is that is that initial spark, which is just like freedom. Then you may join like a company or group and then it becomes structure, structure, yeah, structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop, like do you remember there was a throat. time in the UK where everything was it had to be just clean clean and cruise yeah clean and cruise GWI days clean and cruise do you get what I'm saying yeah and that was seen as dance yeah and that was that was it that was yeah. dance if it wasn't clean regardless of whether or not you felt something as long as it was just clean we felt like we were losing the connect yeah we had to feel something so for example even one show that we did um when we were we performing with Rugged Estate, the Crump Crew, there's um, when we done uh, what's the one called um, the one that Pounds of Raw with a circle. Yeah, the, yeah, that's one of them. Mm. The Clyde set and um, some shows that we done as part of in, for the place and etc. Yeah, yeah. We would because we already were, we were doing Afro as well at the same time, but because we had changed so much as dancers, mind you, we've been dancing since like 2004. Yeah all the way through we've seen so many different generations and vibes so GWI we were there do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. but we've also seen it up to present day yeah. we understood that unless a crowd an audience can feel what we are feeling then our performance will be limp 100%. like we won't give it so we choreographed this set that by the end of it we were pretty much crying every single time yeah, yeah. and people I, were crying as well and people yeah, were yeah. crying <laughs> with us like it was quite we wild. choreographed <laughs> it where it was absolute pain. Yeah, yeah. Like we were in so much pain that people would either think, what the hell, these guys are very tired or they'll be like, damn, they've pushed themselves to the complete limit and they've bared, they've wore their heart on their sleeve and we can see how vulnerable they are. Mm. And we felt that that was way more important to actually yeah. push ourselves to that point for the art than us holding it back and you just seeing something clean. Yeah. We were ready to push to that limit. And we try and do the same within our Definitely. modern African dance, whereby we try and push ourselves to that limit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where it, we're in awe and we, where we can try and achieve a heightened energy from our dance. Sick. You kind of get, I'm just trying yeah. to like give you like no, raw, like, because some of these will just link and try and just give you an understanding yep. of how we're, how we're really about ourselves. Because even down to like, when TC was talking about the exchange, yeah. a big part of the exchange was even things like the pocket, mm -hmm. different music pockets. Mm -hmm. Like we would have a groove, like a standardized groove, like let's say for instance, a groove like rotation where the checkpoints are one and five. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one. And that's how he was danced. Then what would we would do is say, okay, we've got the foundation of that. Let's play with the pocket in between. So it'd be mm -hmm. like one, two, three, and a four, five, six, uh, one, mm. two, three, five. Like, and we would play with the in-between, mm. them little pockets to try and create yeah. different elements. Sometimes that's a musicality feel yeah. and it's to the beat, but sometimes that's also an advanced feel of that where we're being an instrument ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like Definitely. a saxophone yeah, thing, yeah. On, or like a saxophone into your you play. And then yeah. we were experimenting with these things way before people were even ready for it do you get what i'm saying yeah. like yeah we were playing with different pockets in music and showing different timings different structures from way back because we had an understanding of dance then yeah. we put them on these structured grooves that everyone already knew next thing you know it's like this groove is now long no longer just that you can also take it to how many different levels of yeah. it which helped also the scene and and people become more creative and feel like they could become more creative 
So yeah. now the scene just started to grow. The dance started to grow. Now what the dance is seen as, where before it was just seen as smash and blow yeah. and back to basics. Mm. Now there's like so many steps. It's unbelievable yeah. Yeah. from different crews, different vibes. So it's it's done its part to help Yeah, and grow. I think it's also like you have like with a cultural dance, let's say, you have the cultural side of it, which is important and which is that you guys like recreate in your class and, and, and you, it's really important to maintain in the dance, the cultural side. But right. then it's like, if it's a dance, we can also inject stuff from the expertise of dance with it. You know, it's like, okay, this side's important, but also, hey, we've got mad experience. Let me spice this up, tell you how we can play with this and a pe- bit pe- more. Pe- people, I think the way Afro, Afrobeats music and Afro dance has grown, people are almost like, forgot it's actually a dance style. Right. Because people look at it in the same way. It's like, oh, that's just African culture. Oh, yeah, let's just mm. learn it like this and leave it like that. Or I'm going to learn one, two, two move from it and add it into my stuff over here. It's yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. missing out the whole point of it. Yeah, right, the, right The reason right. I grew back home in Africa and all their different, different countries is because it's a culture. It's based on actual, there's heritage, there's, there's ceremonies, yeah. they use it in weddings, funerals, someone's birth, um, a man turned to a man, a woman becoming right, a female. Right. It's, it's a ceremony thing. So like, is that goes back centuries. Yeah. So it's like if it's lasted centuries of, of, of our traditional stuff and it's turned into now the clubs and the lifestyle and it's like just fun now. You can't just miss how it's grown. Yeah. People have have had to vary it and change it over time for it to keep growing to for us to even see what it is now. Yeah. To add our two pence. So it's like yeah. you see a move, you can't see a move on, on the computer and be like, okay, I'm gonna learn this move just like that and leave it at yeah. that and then that's it. And then you learn it and it's like you haven't, even, you haven't even taken time to learn it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To understand that even if what you're learning is even correct itself. Yeah. So you're not going past just the screen. You're seeing the screen. Okay, that's it. I got yeah. it. And you go and you go and put it out on your screen. It's like, but it's bland. You know, you're not you're not getting. More. Yeah, and I think you know it's like, more than the move. Like, yeah, it's like understanding like, yeah. the dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dance, and and like, yeah, when man. people talk about like the hit, learn it, with any style, like learning the history of a style, and I guess paying respects to the style. For me, I've always thought part of paying respect to the lineage of a style is like you said, all of these people have took it, taken the thing, adjusted it based on their time period, their, the mm. context, like the, you know, it's like nowadays, if you're dressing like a popper in the seventies, it's like, what are you adding to the culture of popping? Like it's grown to a worldwide thing. Like you are a person in the UK or in Spain or whatever. Mm. And it's like, don't just be an LA popper in the seventies. Cause then what you're doing is you're letting the style hit a brick wall. And it's like, is, yeah. if you have respect for a style, you have to, yes, understand that and not to like bulldoze the style and just yeah. do anything yeah, we'll and be like, this is popping that, yeah. or, or whatever it is. But also part of it is innovating and, and keeping it up to date and keeping it like, well, this is how we do it. Otherwise stuff like grime wouldn't be a thing. Exactly. If we were all rapping like, and a hip hop, a hip, it's exactly. like, we took it and made it UK. Say, look, at hip hop, look at hip hop dance. Yeah. What, what people saw as hip hop dance in the early 90s is very different to how people are dancing right now even OGs like Link are dancing different do you get what I'm saying they're dancing different um, evolving different and dancing different with with the style and and how they go about the style so there's a constant growth and a place to go with it and it's a balance of course but this also brings me to one point about us Um, I I asked myself this question once I said to myself what am I doing as a teacher of modern African dance styles, more specifically as Zonto, what am I doing in the scene and how am I helping to grow the scene? Right. Then I ask myself the question, if I was to teach a camp alongside all of the OGs from Ghana, what makes me there and makes me relevant? Right. 
Because if you are just regurgitating a style that is already taught by certain people, if they're in the same room as you, you're void. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> you're not you're bringing anything is, to the table. You're not bringing anything to the table. You're literally just teaching what they've taught, but now it's coming from the source. So you should basically go and sit in the back. <gasps> this is so relevant to so many styles. No, this is a question I asked myself. So what am I bringing to it? This brought me back onto where I was saying, this is my poem. Yeah. We've worked so like hard. Like your poem. This like that's the, poem. The, the key word is like you yours. Know what I'm saying? This is my poem. <laughs> yeah. I will feel very confident. I feel very confident if I was to teach a class with from some OGs, I'll feel very confident in what I'm doing yeah. because this is my poem. Yeah. I'll pay homage to the OGs. I'll say this is boom, 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 boom. But we don't just focus on the what, we focus on the how. Yeah. So for example, they can give us the what, they can give us, okay, this is groove called um, Fagum, Fum, this is yeah. Tufom, this Fum. is um, Choman, boom, 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 boom. And I'll come and say, sick, those moves are boom, 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 boom. Now we're going to play with the how. Yeah, 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 yeah. Timings, and that's the like creativity textures, of it. And boom, the- boom. Do you know what I mean? Timing, textures, fragmentation, boom, boom, boom. We go through different elements of how. Yeah. Then I'll be like, now this is one of my poems. This is a piece of choreo where I've manipulated the how. And I'm showing you, okay, this is how we also train it. Where they will give you, they will give you the, sh- the, the, the words. Yeah. I'm teaching people poems and how to yeah, create poems. That's and that's crazy. what will make me relevant yep. with amongst the OGs and what makes me different around, yeah. with those people there. And yep. I feel like by having that mindset and constantly striving for that mindset, it allows me to also still be relevant and allows me to still be able to feel like I'm not voided if many people get their visa. Do you get what I'm saying? (laughs) No, let's be be very real. Let's be very real. Like, I don't want to be in a position where if all the OGs get their visas and are able to travel all all over the world, next thing you know, you're just void because all you were doing was was showing exactly what they were doing, but they've got even better because they made it. We could have made hundreds of steps but we decided not to make hundreds of steps. The reason is, is because we were in the UK and we felt like to, to be more respectful for it, even though we've got people that were watching our videos that then made steps, we said, let them make the steps because they're back home. Mm. We'll focus on the how. They will create the steps. They will give us the energy. They will give us the foundation of it. And we'll be like, cool, you've made this step. I'm going to work on different ways to, to show this step. Yeah. And this is again the like the back and forth, the contribution. And exactly. And like, that's more so our take on it. So we're never like, oh no, we're making this, we're making that, we're making this. We'll more so make a concept. Mm. So maybe an energy. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. example, like I've got um, an energy called Pija, which means pick up. Okay. So the whole is like a cipher of like where it's like pick up. So I could be picking up different body parts yeah, yeah. and picking up different energies and constantly doing a pick up motion using those foundation steps. But the energy is pick up. Yeah, do you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm focusing on more of how. And I think yeah. the, like the the beautiful thing about that is it's like this is a what makes you guys like valuable and and who you are and and so like who pe- the people that people look up to. But also it's like the culture and the dance style is different for you being in it. And I think this is kind of something I think we should all strive for as artists. It's like, mm. if you didn't exist and the, the dance or the culture would be exactly the same regardless, mm. then why are you, what are you doing? Like, what have you been that's putting? That's a big thing to say, you know, <laughs> but the thing is, that's, it's, that's, it's a big thing to say, but it's literally just hit me. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's what I've said about like, especially Afro in the past, let's say three, four years, everyone's like, 
jumping on it and you know trying, whether they're trying to teach classes or yeah. just do things on the internet people are booking, TikTok people are booking jobs because the, yeah. the work is there now because yeah. yeah. now Afro is, is, is around the world people are booking whether it's commercial jobs or you know your yeah. own brand work or you know Instagram TikTok whatever yeah. it is it's like that's all cool because obviously it helps the narrative of pushing the Afro culture but are you really helping the culture are you helping yeah, yourself exactly and that's where the, if this, that's, that's where the, the divide is now in terms of like the generations coming up now are amazing dancers or amazing creators, but you're not you're not here for the you're not really here for the culture. You're here for yourselves because the, the bag is there, which, <laughs> yeah. is, which is one aspect. Get the bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but why can't you get the bag and also represent the culture in terms of pushing the culture as well? Yeah. So yeah, then, yeah, yeah. no one can ever compromise you. You can't ever get called out in a certain way, and like you still grow as well as getting the bag. So then, like again, you become much more of a, a, a again, you're you're an expert. So like example now, if I was to call like let's say 20 dancers on Instagram or TikTok or so if I was to do a competition and say oh um, Afro competition let's say 100 grand up for grabs for whatever it is yeah I'm gonna get auditions from a bag of people that now think they can do the Afro dance yeah. in a certain way yeah. because of the bag I'm gonna reply and cancel half of them out and half of them gonna be confused as to why I've cancelled you out because you look the same as someone else who's also in yeah so because it's like cause so say someone's in and you're out but compare the videos, it's not that much difference in the videos. Someone has a right to be like, oh, but why are they in and why not? And that's when I'm like, there's one thing me and Kassif always try to make sure that we are, we are home bros, we're the difference. Mm. You're never going to bring a video yeah. and compare it to my video and be like, oh, yeah, you're yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Not, you're the one of one. We're trying to make sure we're not the same as I'm not, I'm not trying to copy his thing and just yeah. take it off him. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. studied how many years or whatever to make sure that that thing is that thing that I even learned from him. So let me take that and then we change it to what we do now. So then someone that's coming from us, so it keeps doing this. Not take from him, steal it, and then try to regurgitate it. That's dumb. That's dumb. One, don't make no sense. Two, yeah. it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. And it's not fair. Which means you're not, you're not here yeah. for the culture, you're here for yourself. And that's where Bars. the scene right now is, is a bit of a... He's got a good point because, for it, example, like, we're in a generation <laughs> where like... It's a bit mad. Like. Genuinely, you could see people, uh, uh, and a job comes up, um, you need to have some Afro experience. People <laughs> go to one class and then go for the job. Literally. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. And we've so, seen them in our And go for the job and want to try and book that job because they see the money in it and they're mm. like, hold on, this is a job. Let me go to one Afro class, just see if I can top up and then boom. But people won't do the same for Crump. Yeah, right, right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they'll feel silly. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't, because Crump is one of them dance styles that even someone that used to Crump cannot stand up today and like unless you're keeping crump your, you, your keep up, crump will shocked. crump you like <laughs> you'll be shocked yeah. you think you can crump crump will crump you you'll realise that you're dead like, yeah, like that. you have to that stay quick. consistent do you get right, what I'm saying right, right. it's just like anything it's like all of a sudden imagine like you said oh yeah there's a b-boy job oh yeah you need to be able to do that then I go to one b-boy class and then try to book yeah, that job yeah 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 like oh, I can get in other styles in, the, in, in other styles you never see that happen but yeah. you're seeing it happen now in, in yeah. Afro now it's going to happen a lot of people want us to be also like gatekeepers and be like like calling people out, like no, 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 no. But what dance style has not had this? Of course, happen? yeah, yeah. It happens. It's in human all nature, dance isn't it? Styles, the bag, do you get like, what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is very new to the the world, like worldwide. It's very new yeah. worldwide. We're talking ten years in. Yeah. Hip hop. How many years of hip? hip do you get what I'm saying? It takes time. Yeah. So the best thing we can do is. Yes, try and teach people the right way, try and teach people the foundation, but also show and prove. Yeah. People can see a video of someone who's mimicking and, and trying, and then they can see people who are really understand the style and they can see the difference. And I guess They'll even if the they difference. come to your class, like 
to do their one class top up. Maybe it's like they're going to come with that intention. And if you guys went, oh no, you you don't belong here, get out. Maybe they're going to just go to a different class and try it. But if they come in and you bring them in and teach them the style, they're going to go, oh, maybe I need to respect this a bit more. Yeah, and you know? whip their and, ass and, and, as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm and saying? Like, few, it's happened a lot of times. Come to the class. Gone from like one class to I've been here all year. <laughs> so I didn't I'm mean to, in, but I mean. I'm not to, but I've been here all year and now yeah. I, I need this in my spirit because we don't play what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cultural, spiritual style. So if you're going to come and vibe with us, we're going to give it all of us. Yeah. And it's very contagious because again, it's like, it's very true for us. So like, if you go to anyone, whatever style it is, and the teachers or the your mentors in front of you are like true to themselves, you're going to want to be around them and stay. It comes to us, we stayed and danced because we had our teachers that would like, yeah. that it was true for them. So we were like, it's true for me as well then. I'm going to stay yeah, as well because sure. you're doing this and you're, you're, you're doing it's it. It's I, want, I want the same thing. Yeah. So it helps that like, if we started like, being, I don't know, like, not angry, but if we started, like, let's be standoffish and be like, oh, everyone's X'd if you don't do certain X, yeah. Y, and Z, it won't help the style either. It won't help yeah. the culture grow because yeah. they're going to start moving like this. No. Yeah. And so, shutting no, no, people no. out is Shut really. Like so we have to, helpful. some people just need some guidance. You're going to come yeah. in, we'll, we'll, we'll guide you the same way, but you're going to you're gonna go from the bottom to the yeah, top. You're yeah, not, yeah. You're, you're, you're not coming midway, you know, yeah. you're going to come in, start again. But it's, it's such a different and energy to go from like, uh, with anything of like no like go away and go from the bottom and then come back to me or like come in like we're gonna start you from the bottom we're gonna be horrible and like whip your ass but, we but got you. we're we got gonna you. do it yeah, we got you. Got you. Yeah. it's not even being horrible yeah, you know it's, yeah, yeah. it's literally it's discipline you just yeah, go into you. class yeah. you come to class be Tough like love. yeah I'm about my ting <laughs> it's like I don't even think it's that it's not it's like I'm about my ting then we start moving then you you're, you're, you're going through the beginning part you're like hold on raw okay cool all right there's more to this okay cool there's more to this all right cool Raw, okay. Well, then variations. I've got to remember everything. All right, cool. <laughs> then we slap you with choreo. And then the choreo is like, hold on. It looks a lot easier on TikTok <laughs> until you're live and direct and you're doing one of our pieces of choreo. Yeah. We're challenging yeah. you and then we're going like, through one of our poems. There's like, then hey. people are just like, they'll humble themselves. Yeah. We don't even need to be, we don't need to be tyrants. People generally just humble themselves. They're like, cool, I've got some stuff to learn. Yeah, I've never known it. someone just, to come yeah, to our class. It. It and so you want to come back. Yeah. I've never known someone to come to our class mad cocky leave the class and still feel that same energy of cockiness whilst <laughs> yeah. they've done our choreo. Because we say, it, we say it constantly, you come to class for a challenge. You don't come to class for, for it to be easy. Because if it's too easy, teach the class. Yeah, yeah. Or you why come, are you there? Like you've done yeah, it, you completely. Come to <laughs> class for me to whoop you, for you to learn something, even if it's something, a foundation that you already know. Yeah. I promise you, we go for our foundations <laughs> every single every week, week. Yeah. just to find more variations in them same It's like um, them same foundation. It's like, like lifting weights that you can lift easily at the gym. Like why are you doing that? Lift the heavier ones. Like, <laughs> you know, otherwise you're not getting stronger. But still, sometimes your technique... Yeah, your form. True. If your form is wrong, sometimes you have to go back and work yeah, on that form. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's that process it's of being like a student always. Yeah, Just being a student, student always yeah. and understanding that even to the point where you feel like, oh no, I'm sick. Yeah, there's someone still more to learn because <laughs> we're still training. The we're still training in order to give you more. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying like yeah. me and TC, we have different styles. TC style, we his his nickname is Effie, short for ethnic. He dances like, when hmm. he goes into his element, he dances like he's from a little village boy. Yeah. Very raw, very raw <laughs> okay. and untapped. Yeah. My style was zero to a hundred. Mm. Literally. So it's like a meet and it just fluctuates. Yeah. And I use that in terms of my timing and my execution. So I'll start small and then you may see an explosion and I come back down. Mm. My style is more technical mm. and his style was more raw. Mm. But what do we do? We train our styles and then we swap. And then we train each other in our styles. In the thing and then we swap yeah. back. And then it's a constant 
swapping mm. and training of our energy to try and better it, understand it more and teach each other our elements. So there's times where he'll be freestyling. I'll be like, yeah, that's zero to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way a crumper would be like, let's say for if you're in, uh, tight eyes could be crumping and you'd be like, oh yeah, that's eyes. Oh no. Hold on, that's style ripper. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you have an understanding of it, so you understand the different styles in which he's dancing, even within the style. Mm. That's the same energy, and that's how we sharpen each other up. We're constantly learning, constantly trying to push our boundaries so that other people constantly have something to learn. Do you get yes. what I'm saying? We nice. try and push it like a year or two advance of what everybody's doing yeah. right now at the time so that people have something to strive for, but we're still pushing it. Sick. Um, got, I think one people think a few people forget because it's a cultural style based from Africa, the continent. If you get to that cocky stage or that whole, oh, yeah, I'm lit, I'm set, you can't be. Yeah. Someone is, is round the corner getting it in, getting <laughs> yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. and more time because of, because of where it comes from, just the root of just being pure joy and just pure elements of, of African culture. It's probably a kid, he's probably 10, that's going to smoke you at any point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't ever get to the point where you are. I'm li- you're, I, I, I can promise you, there's a kid waiting for you. Facts. That's gonna smoke you in slippers. <laughs> yeah. I promise you. <laughs> but because also, that's it's part of it's, it's in their DNA. It's different. Yeah. It's that's not fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. but that's fine. So don't get to that point where like, right, that's no, fine. Bro. Yeah, it's just part go on, of go on. the way we were taught. <laughs> our big homies like um, Kenrick, Mikey, Skittles, yeah. Flex, FM, um, FM, Kofi. FM, Kofi. Mm. These are our big homies. They've always taught us that it's not just about, it's never, it's actually never about being the best. Not really. It's about creating a legacy. We are trying to pass it on so the next generation surpass us and take it to another level. Do you get what I'm saying? Like big homies like Ken and that, they've done some amazing things. But we, they've also trained us to do some amazing things that they've not been able to tap into. For example, YouTube. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Ken has done some crazy stuff. Their man have done some crazy stuff, crazy achievements, but not tapped into YouTube the way we've tapped into yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. or stuff like that. We're on over like, well, about 130,000 yeah. subscribers. We're able to make money from, from YouTube. That's a different avenue. We're able to, we've created viral videos. Yeah. The generation above us, not many of them have been able to create anything viral. Mm-hmm. We're tapping into a different energy, a different element of dance and working with artists in a different way mm-hmm. where their generation was more so backup dancers or until you get to a point where you're choreographing. Yeah, it's like and new then, avenues. And then yeah. it be in charge of the backup dancers. Yeah. We're now collaborating. If it's not a collaboration, if we're not being highlighted the same way, we're not working. Yeah. And now the next generation under us, like home family, which we're training, more. are going even further. Yeah. We've got dancers that hmm. are booking campaigns Man. as dancers. Sick. Like just dancers working with Beats by Dre, dancers working with like ASOS and all of that. Yeah. And these companies are paying them to do Instagram posts. Mm. That's something that we're even learning about. We're learning about from our like, wait, wait, what's that about? They're not going to shoot videos that are like, post-worthy mm. for these big companies on their phones. They know all the, they're like, boom, change the settings, boom, yeah, boom, 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 boom. They know how to film it. They know how to shoot it, everything. We're even learning that from them. So yeah. nice. it does this. Yeah, 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 Do you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So there's always something where they're, we're still learning from even our, we're learning from our big homies as well as learning from that generation. And we're trying to set them up so yeah. that they can take it to another level where we weren't not able to achieve to create that legacy. Yeah. I think that's way more important than just trying to be the best. Because when you try and be the best, you're always it's just a matter of time until you get beat. Usain yeah. Bolt was the best yeah, until yeah, you got beat. And then you're just the guy who used Baby. to be the best. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is, that, is that real? Like, just try and create a legacy, try and make, especially because this has got a culture on his back. Yeah. This is more than just about you. 
it's it, more it comes just, from a legacy. Exactly. So, yeah. so the more we can just create that legacy and create that pathway for others to access it, especially when we're talking about young youths within this society that we're living in, yeah. the fact that many of them have been able to find a focus within it's something like dance is amazing for us because that could be someone that could be doing something reckless. Yeah that are now focusing on dance and now focusing on uh, trying to shoot these viral videos and all of that to yeah, try and get like, some views and stuff like that. that. That's way more, imp- that's, I've, I find that way be- more beneficial than yeah. them out on the road doing some, some, yeah. some silliness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's about, that is way more important. I recently, literally, um, Friday, I just came back from Ghana. I'm in Ghana and I am being stopped in the street by people that are like, I love your videos. <laughs> People wanting to take pictures with me. People like calling my name out in the street. Do you know how that insane? That how insane that is for me. Yeah, I'm from East London. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I'm saying. I'll, yeah, let's be real. I'm from East London. I went to a school called Brampton Manor. Understand? I, I I'm from Newham. I'm from Newham. Yeah, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to the motherland of some like my motherland. A place where I was a student to the to the energy to the game. We were just trying to grow and help the scene grow and dance and enjoy ourselves. But I'm going back home and people are my fans. Yeah, that's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. People yeah. are stopping me in the street. I'm getting VIP access into certain bars and stuff like that because <laughs> they're like, "Do you get?" What I'm, yeah, that's crazy for me because you never know how much the, of an impact your they dance do. can bring. To a world you never know who you're affecting, you know, don't know who your who your dance is touching and people who maybe need your dance at a certain point in their 100%. life. Like there's a huge responsibility. Yeah. And when you understand more and more of that responsibility that you could be changing someone's life, then it then it's gonna help. Then it, then you really understand that. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do this. For the purity of what we're doing. Let's not sell ourselves short. Let's not just fall into the trap. It's like bigger than yourself. It's way... Thank you. It's way... (laughs) No, it's that real. It's way bigger than us. So we have a responsibility to just be humble to it and just try and do the best we can for the people that love us to do... That we do what we do. Yeah. From when we done um, our viral video in the car park to Colum Mm -hmm. in 2012 to when like recently we've done Dylan's thing, how many years is that? That's almost yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And we're still able to create a viral video over 10 years ago and create a viral video that is being posted by Sha- Shaquille O'Neal and people like <laughs> that. It's got over 10 million views yeah. even now. Yeah. So that shows that what we're doing, we're still able to tap into that mm. energy that people love to watch. Yeah. And I Sick. think that's just crazy important and just a blessing. Yeah, it is. Um, I think because Kieran and Tyler are in here means we need to wrap up. Cool. But um, <laughs> massive thanks to you guys for uh, being here. Mad inspiring. I want to go and create something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I want to go viral. Um, yeah, no, I super appreciate you guys taking the time Whoa. and everything you shared with us. Like it's mad important. And um, yeah, it's sick. It's, it's super nice to like also chat with you guys. We haven't had like an extended for conversation real, real, in a long yeah. time. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Massive support for uh, everything you guys are doing. Congrats oh, on all oh, the success. You. And um, here's to many more years of uh, doing 100%. what you're doing. Yeah, man. And, thank um, you so much. Shout out to Kieran, Tyler, yeah, Jam Festival, Swindon Dance. Jam Swindon. Everyone in the place man. watching. There's come about on, maybe about 700 people in here, I reckon. So shout out to you guys all at the back. But yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. And big love, man. Big love. Yeah, that's it. Home. Bye, guys. Effort to the world. (laughs) Peace. Feeling first, baby.